<laughs> All right, everybody. We are on episode 102 of the Kerrville Podcast. Yes, um, today, we have Michael and DJ Renee with Eyes on Me Barber College. You actually own Eyes on Me Barber College. And DJ Renee, you are, are you affiliated with Eyes on Me? I uh, helped him out with yeah. the bench. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he's been with me this past couple of months since the New Year's event. Uh, you know, the, the, the way it happened is is uh, the whole New Year's was the biggest New Year's bash in, in, in Kerrville. And uh, we promoted it like that, but we did not expect it to, to turn out the way it did. And it was such a success. Everybody had fun. There was people in Kerrville that haven't seen other family members in years. And so when DJ Renee first came to me about that event, uh, he said he wanted to do something for Kerrville, um, and, and he wanted my input on it. And so at first, I was going to be a sponsor, and then, um, you know, we just decided to team up. Like, why not? Let's, let's do this together. Uh, it could be even better if both of us are our team on this. And uh, so we ended up hosting that together and ended up being really good, really successful. Everybody had fun. And so... We said, why don't we continue doing this, you know? So uh, with the March Madness happening next month, as well as the Cinco de Mayo in May, uh, me and Mr. Renner are just working, working, trying to put stuff Dang. together for Curveville. March it's, Madness. It's a, it's a process, you know? Yeah. It, we're on the go all the time. Dude, I saw the the New Year's on Facebook. New Year's Bash. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what happened? What was it about? So the whole thing, like, the whole thing was just to have – Somewhere where, because before this, everybody was going to celebrate New Year's on their own, yeah. you know, with their family members and stuff like they always do. Mm-hmm. But it was like, how can we bring everybody together, you know? And like I said, it was Mr. Renee's idea when he came and he said, hey, I want to do this for Curve. I want to do this for the community. And you were all for the community, the school. And, uh, we always try to be active in the community as much as we can, you know? Um, so... We said, yeah, why not? Let's do I it. see y'all all over the community. Yes, sir. That's important. Yeah. You know, the most prominent people we have in here always have a couple of things common in common. They've always taken a leap of faith, and they always provide to their community. They're mm-hmm. always involved in the community, and it shows. The proof is in the pudding. They're the most successful, and they all have that in common. It, it really works when it comes from a genuine place. I think me and Mr. The good thing about me and Mr. Renee is that uh, we really do. We really have a passion for this, and we love seeing people having a good time, seeing people coming together. Also, the different businesses that come together to make these the, the events happen. Uh, we really have a passion for it. It comes from a genuine spot. It's like we don't do it to be recognized, or we don't do it for any other reason besides to give Kerrville something to do. That's you right. Yes, That's sir. right. That's yeah, like the- there's nothing for Kerrville to do. You know, like. New Year's. I, I wanted to start it off as like a Tejano bash. Yeah. And then we, I went to him and I said, um, "Let me ask you for." Because what event but, did I do? I did the Halloween event. Yeah, you did the Halloween. I did the Halloween event. fest. We basically turned the whole school into a haunted house. Um, there was over yes. over two hundred people that came and checked it out. I mean, it, it was it was very, How, very scary. What what goes into an event like that? How hard is it to throw an event like that? And what are the liabilities? See me, I overthink stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, well, what if somebody gets hurt? Like, mm-hmm. how do you go about that? Because you got to well, cover that, right? Absolutely. Well, me and Mr. Renee just left the insurance company this morning. So we've, been, we've been on the road since, we've been on the road since <laughs> early morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, so basically, you got to have insurance for your event. You got to get in contact with either the city management or parks and recreation. Depends where you're trying to throw, throw it at. Um, but there's definitely a process that is involved, and it's like step by step, you know. And of course, first coming into it we don't know these things but we learn as we go and we're asking all the questions we're meeting the right contacts mm. we're shaking hands we're meeting the, the the manager at the um 
Parks and Recreation. We're, we're, you know, we want to learn how to do this like like that. Yeah. So when it comes to doing future events, it just it, it's easier. And if anybody needs advice on how to do so, we can provide that information. You mentioned something, uh, learning as you go. So what what do you what advice do y'all have to those people who start anything and get frustrated because they're Don't not they're not catching it? Don't give up. Keep, mm-hmm. keep doing it. Um, if a sponsor tells you, I mean, if you go to go to a place and you ask them, uh, would you like to sponsor this event? If they say no, okay, thank you for your time. Have a good day. You just keep on going. Go to the next person. Go to the next person. Eventually, you're gonna get so many sponsors. You're gonna you're gonna have enough to uh, do, do do your event. Why do you? Why don't you take that no personally? It's just I don't. Uh, I just feel like not everybody can be involved right now or they might have other plans going on. So maybe not this event, but I never like, like say, oh, okay, I'm not going to ask them on the next event. Like whenever the next event comes, we still ask them because they might be, you know, might be wanting to be involved or in a different situation, you know? Yeah. So it's like everybody's situation is different. Obviously, we want to have the more businesses involved because the more businesses involved, the better the outcome, you know? Um, and it also, it's, it's, it's a collective of different businesses getting together to make this happen because mm. we cannot do it by ourselves. You That's know? right. But I also believe that um, on the other side of your comfort zone is success. So sometimes you got to step outside your comfort zone if you are an introvert and you are not, if you kind of like are afraid to talk to people or receive a no, then it's like, um, it can, it can kind of let you down you know and so, yes take so, it personal yeah yeah so don't you know don't take it personal just realize that you're gonna have some no's maybe more no's than yes but all you really need is a couple of yeses you know and step outside your comfort zone and uh yeah to, to to really make these events happen that's that's what it takes you have to do marketing you have to do you know advertisement you have to meet different people talk to different people i mean we're, we're shooting videos all the time letting the letting the uh the community know hey we're doing this event we're doing this event you know and if you're kind of camera shy or if you're not uh, willing to face that fear um it just makes it harder you know who's camera shy and who hates talking in front of people me really straight up i was the same way until i got with him and i I do when he when he said he goes you're gonna have to get out there and go to the through the community and you know get sponsors i was thinking to myself i like oh boy (laughs) you gotta go (laughs) i was like why is that so hard? I'm a DJ. I said, it's yeah. become natural. Yeah. But going to new faces and people you don't know, asking them to be sponsors, you're like, okay, well, let's give this a try. It's uncomfortable. Yes, it is. It's uncomfortable. You know, you get to meet the, the, the owners of the business and, you know, very nice people. Mm-hmm. Very nice people. For sure. Um, people that you would never meet otherwise, you know, because every, like people are like, oh, I don't like. It's like we don't want to bother the owner, you know, but it's like when you're going out for these events and re- talking to the business owners, you're building that relationship with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, you might see them later on. Oh, like that's the owner of, you know, uh, Acapulco. How good something. does it feel, though, when you go around town and they're like, Michael, what's up? Mm. DJ Renee, what's mm. up? Like, th- how does that make y'all feel? Yeah, for sure. I definitely like I definitely feel the love. Like, I get a lot of good feedback from people. I mean, I, was, I, I go to random places and they'll be like, Mike, uh, you know, we're so proud of you. You know, uh, keep doing what you're doing. And all of that really means a lot because sometimes in the process, I get kind of lost in it all. You know, and I don't realize how hard I'm really working or what I'm really doing. It's just I'm just 
doing it you know yeah. going day by day and that's kind of how i have to do it because otherwise i just feel overwhelmed in a sense you know but yeah so hearing that from people or like even people i'm close to people i don't get to see often they're like hey mike you know we see you you know congratulations we're proud of you stuff like that um it really uh kind of sets it all in for me it just it feels good you know and you just continue doing it you, one day one day at a time i see you posting every you know mm-hmm. i'll like share whatever yes, sir. but my thing is is um so I just got done reading. Uh, it's called the Compound Effect. I don't read it ta- uh, tangibly. I listen to it because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, not, you know, I listen to it on two X. Yeah, that's the new thing. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you what. I just got done reading that one, and I'm gonna reread it at least two or three more times this year. But it's all about just consistency, consistency. And they have a chart on this book, um, uh, a compound chart. Because you ever seen a compound chart like when you invest in stocks and stuff? You're like, okay, you invest this long, and then whoa like you know your money mm-hmm. at the very end and they talk about the beginning and they talk about in the beginning there's like there's a period and it's like a quarter of the whole chart like 25 like a learning curve almost but there's nothing there's no growth there's nothing happening and that is where most people the attrition where po- most people quit is in that, hey, I don't see anything happening. I don't see anything happening. And then, wham! Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't, I don't just think, it's proven that you just keep on every single day, etching away, etching away, etching away, etching away. Like, what if every single day, like, you choose to smoke a cigarette or you choose to go for a walk? And that day, it might not really have that much of a difference. But 30 years down the road... You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. It's going to have that Absolutely. compound effect over many, many years. And I see that through social media. Mm-hmm. I see that through 102 podcasts. Mm-hmm. I see that through shaking hands and talking to people in the community. You know? And um, we, we talk to prominent people in the community here. And they all have the same um, response. Like work, work ethic or yeah, mentality. Yeah. And, and what advice do you have to those who have a choice to hang out with people better than themselves and feel kind of small or hang out with people who are not doing the right things in life mm. and it makes them feel accepted. Mm. I, I've definitely been a part of both. You know? Me too. And Me too. Uh, I've just realized that you are who you surround yourself around. Mm. You know, And if you have like-minded individuals around you who have the same goals, the same aspects in life, the same principles and morals, then you're going to be okay. You know? Uh, you're going to be in a whole nother situation if you choose to hang out with individuals who might not be as inspired in life or hasn't motivated, you know? And so I, you, you definitely want to make sure that the people around you um, have your best interests, you know, that they, they, they look out for you and, and it's vice versa. You know, you look out for them, you want them to succeed just as much as they want you to succeed, mm-hmm. you know? And, and those are the kind of people that you want around. I, I, I feed off of people's energy a lot. So just for some reason, if like somebody's mad in the room, I'm mad for some reason, you know? Yeah. But like if, if it's people, real. Yeah. But if people are happy, people energy. are having a good time, uh, you know, then, then I reciprocate that energy as well. So it's like, I like to surround myself with good energy. And I've always envied people who um, just can be themselves, can be themselves and just have good energy because it's a lot of people these days are not themselves and they try to be somebody they're not, you know, and they try to, um, and, and it's just, it's just, a whole, it's just all bad. So I, I always like keeping those type of people around, just people who motivate me, like-minded individuals, um, just trying to do something with their life as well, you know? And, and I have some solid individuals uh, with me as well too, you know? So shout out to those people. I feel like every, everybody needs those people around. So in a, in a book I read, it says you are 
the five you are you are the five people you surround yourself with you are the average of those five people and it's just you know i talk to a lot of people but i i always try to to level up friend Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. even though you know some people may be like hey what happened you remember me as some relationships i mean I'm not saying I, I just cut people off totally, but I spend less time around those who yeah, of course. Are it's, like, negative. it's like I love you, I, I love you, but I, like let me just keep my distance. You know it's, what I mean? I love so you it, from over here. Yeah, no. for sure. It's, it's never coming from a bad place, you know. But you ever heard that saying? Uh, Show me who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like that. Yep. That that has a lot to do with it. Um, if you're around a bunch of successful people who are trying to do things in life then most likely something like that will rub off on you and you will want to have the same aspirations in life what about your ego Mm. what about your ego when you're around all these people like say you're wearing old boots and Mm -hmm. and you know you're driving a a 20 year old car and Mm. and you know you are trying and Mm. you're not going to quit but you're talking to people with shiny shoes and new cars like what do you You, do about your ego you just have to realize that you're on your own path you know and first i'll I'll just say this a a lot of a lot of millionaires a lot of millionaires that i met you would never even know they're millionaires Mm -hmm. like my landlord like he comes in i mean i'm not gonna put his business out there but he just he just like he like he doesn't look like what you think a millionaire would look like on the movies all dressed up tie suit like no they're very comfortable individuals like they just they come out humble yeah Mm -hmm. they're humble they don't got the newest shoes they don't got the newest jewelry um they're not out there buying the 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 name brand stuff you know and so that has a big part to do with why they're successful you know, so a lot of people got this misconception that, oh, all these millions, like, like if, to be successful, you got to look a certain way. But a lot of the millionaires I know, um, you know, you would never be able to tell. They're just like an- another individual walking the street, you know? So That's beautiful. Yeah. It really is. How did they get to that point? You know, 90% of millionaires in the U.S. today are self-made. Mm. Are they're not trust fund babies. Mm. They took advantage of the system. Mm-hmm. It's a game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's definitely a risk. You know, you got to be, like I said earlier, step outside your comfort zone. Take those risks. One of my biggest regrets in life is that I didn't take those risks. I missed out on a lot of opportunity um, from just being content or just trying to play the safe uh, the safe spot, you know, because I have kids of my own. So it's like before I invest in something or before I open up this business, I got to think about my kids and I got to think about the return on my investment. Mm. All this stuff plays a part into it and that's what how i used to think not anymore you know it's like if i believe in something and i want it and i want to do it i make it happen you know because you got to take that risk at the end of the day you know uh but i also too it's the work ethic i i'm talking to these millionaires and, and i'm realizing um two things you know it's, it's the work ethic and also might come off surprised but they all have wives they're all married. Mm-hmm. That's another t- uh, another conversation. No, but have it like, now, dude. No, Dave Ramsey pushes no, that. Yeah, and it's you like you know who Dave like, Ramsey is. He's the money man. He's the he's the guy who helped me get out of debt. Not personally, but the program I followed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, you, you you and your wife, you get married. If y'all are playing house, like he's like, and I. I don't know. I'm not trying to push anything mm-hmm. on anybody, but mm-hmm. dude, my wife, I couldn't do it Solid. without my wife, Absolutely. dude. Absolutely. I couldn't. Yeah. She, she, with the, what she does at night, takes care of the kids. Mm. Like, oh, dude, that's a 24-7. You don't we, stop. You women know? are superheroes. I always say it. I, and and their, their number one superpower is their intuition. They're very smart. Uh, very smart. And, and men... It's a lot of pressure on men these days because all there's, there's it's just men. You have to, as a man, you have to be the provider, the protector. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Just has society 
you know, requires from a man nowadays. So there's a lot of pressure on, on, on men nowadays. But um, what I'm realizing is that it takes two to make this stuff happen. Like I can do as much as I want to do by myself, but it's like I'm look, I'm, I'm I'm in these rooms and I'm around these millionaires and 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 they're they're working with their wife. Their wife's working at them. Has a team, not him telling her what to do, not her telling him what to do, but has a team. They both want the same outcome, you know, and they both have the the same like they're both on the same road with the same vision, and and that's what I'm realizing is like, okay, I, I'm not saying I have to get married, you know what I mean, but I'm saying like. I'm just one man. I'm just mm. doing this on my own. You know, so I'm putting all these expectations. I have all this on me. And it's like, I, I just got to realize, like, man, I'm doing it on my own. And one day I would like to be married. You know, one day I would like to be married to somebody who would want the same things that I want in life, mm -hmm. you know, and have those same goals and stuff like that. So just because I know, like I say, from, from these meetings, when I'm around these people, I know if I had a wife, I would run the world. Mm. Like really, I'll really like probably run for president. I don't know, you know what I mean. But I just feel like I could conquer anything, uh, just just because we'd be a team. That's amazing, a team. dude. Yeah, yeah that, that that's like my fiance. You know, I started off DJing in the club here in town back when Little River was open. Um, I quit for a while. Got with my girl, and she was like, "Babe, what do you like doing?" Us? Like playing with music, like DJ. Why don't you get back into it? I don't have the equipment. Let's go. Let's go look for something. You know, if it wasn't for my girl, mm. my my fiance, mm. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right yeah, now. Yeah, you wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be helping Mr. Michael doing these events. I wouldn't be able to do little side gigs. You know, like weddings, quinceañeras, graduation parties, birthday parties. Even even divorce parties. Mm -hmm. I believe they throw parties. Dad gone. I like to go to that one. Yeah, dude. For real, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I have been very blessed with the woman that's in my life right now mm -hmm. because she has my back a hundred percent, and she backs me up on everything I do. Babe, take that gig. Mm. She believes in you, man. Yeah, and with me getting with Mr. Michael here, she really she's like, you got with the right people. You guys are going to go somewhere. You guys are going to make a difference in this town. She believes it. You see, a, a wife is one thing, but somebody like that, that's a life partner. That's that's literally a soulmate. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she literally, like, wants the best for him and does does what she does because of that, you know? And so, uh, yeah, that, that's a blessing to have, you know? And it's, you're really fortunate to... to and I have been know. very blessed for this woman to be in my life. I for feel sure, like absolutely. when somebody believes Get her in some you. roses today, Mr. Renee. When you go home, just get her some roses, you know? Yeah! Like, some random roses, you know what I mean? Like, uh, DJ Renee, let's give you a, a plug here. How does somebody get a hold of you? What services do you provide? Um... Um... Yeah, I got a card. Um, they can they can reach me through my personal number eight three zero nine five five two nine eight six. DJ Renee, I provide services for weddings, quinceañeras, you know, uh, graduation parties, birthday parties, divorce parties, any little event, backyard parties. Yeah. And of course, we're starting to do big events now too. Mm -hmm. So it's it's. I like where I'm at now. I like the people that I'm working with. I've been blessed to be working with Mr. Michael here. If it wasn't for that, you know, we wouldn't be doing all these big events that we're doing now. Michael, how much value does DJ Renee provide to you, man? Oh, a lot. Because, like I said, I, I couldn't do it on my own. And it's like I don't have a wife, you know, so I really depend on the people around me to, um, 
you know, help make this stuff happen. You know, like with the with the whole school and the students and stuff. None of the events that I've done in the past would have been possible if I didn't have my students or if I didn't have people like DJ Renee in my corner. Um, I got a couple other people, Miss Sarah from Next Door Babe Seafood Restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I got good people on my corner that that um, want the same things as well that that I, that I do. So they want to see me succeed. You know, so they they help me out and. I'm really like I'm really blessed to have them because uh, you know I I'm new to Kerrville I'm from San Antonio you mm-hmm. know I've been here for a little bit over a year yeah and uh, for me to have those type of relationships with people um, it means a lot you know and, and it says something about Kerrville and the community um, really does because it's like it's like everybody just wants better for Kerrville and it's it's just everybody's so willing to help each other isn't out. it amazing yeah I have I have not met like I have not met like my first encounter here was just Miss Sarah, you know, and she was like, I'll get the landlord right away, and she helped me out really quick, Dang. you know what I mean? And that's how it's been since I got here. So this is the Kerrville Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say to those listening who aren't from Kerrville? How different is Kerrville compared to San Antonio, and why did you stay? Yeah, so it's definitely different. Um, but I remember the first time coming to Kerrville and standing on Earl Garrett right there where my school was at. So if you walk outside my school and you stand in the middle of the street, Earl Garrett, and you look down the street um, towards Water Street, you see these hills. You see these hills, and you see the, 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 the houses on the hills, and you see the sunrise behind it. You see the lake, Lewis Hayes Park. I mean, it's like a, almost like a fairy tale. It's like a movie, you know? And so it's like I just fell in love with it for that reason. And then obviously the people, too, they're very helpful, nothing but good feedback. So I fell in love with the people and, and just the community overall, overall. But I stay here because there's a need to be here. I mean, before me, um, you know, everybody would have to commute to San Antonio if they were interested in being a barber. And I can't tell you how many people came up to me and said, Mike, thank you for bringing this opportunity to Kerrville. Um, and, and, you know, thank you for being here. And uh, so I really do see the impact um, and the opportunity that it offers to other individuals, you know. Um, it's changing their life. It's changing their life. I, I got people who working at Home Depot the whole time, you know, working at uh, Home Depot. Nothing bad against Home, uh, home Depot or anything. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Of course. If, I, I know a lot of millionaires who are not happy. You know, so if you're happy with the job you have, I always say stick to that. Amen. You know? Because money doesn't make you happy. Yeah, go. Yeah, For but sure. but the uh, but the, but you know these these kids are, or even adults, you know, they're coming from different situations. Is what I'm trying to get to, and they're changing their life for the better, and they're happy. They're happy. That's what means the most. Because it's like, how many people do you know in life who are happy with their job? You know, or happy with their life? Or it's like it's really hard. You know, you know, like if you ask somebody, like, are you happy with your job? You know, like it's just like. It's very hard. Before cutting hair, I, was, I used to be in the warehouse, a forklift driver, you know? And so I was an introvert because I wasn't around too many people. I was always in the warehouses. And so I never saw this, you know? I never saw, like, anything bigger than that, you know? And cutting hair really changed my life. I've only been cutting hair five years. What was your epiphany? Well, what, what opened your eyes from, you know, forklift driver, nine to five, putting in those hours? I got to get more hours. Mm. I got to get overtime. I got to get... Mm. What changed from that? to the entrepreneur mindset that gets thrown around a lot entrepreneur i'm an entrepreneur i gotta no a a real entrepreneur is um somebody who takes that leap who who sees a man i can't get rich working hourly Mm -hmm. so how and why did you 
Well, I always, I always had uh, entrepreneurs around me. You know, my dad, he owned two mechanic shops growing up called J&G Automotive in San Antonio. My grandma, she owned an ice cream shop in back of Brackenbridge High School um, called Eagles Corner Ice Cream Shop. And so, and, 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 and my mom being a hard worker, I mean, just everybody around me, I've, I've seen it growing up, you know. And so I always knew I wanted to do something. I just didn't know how because that's the thing. That's where a lot of people are at. It's like they want to do something, but they don't know how to get to that point. And I'm going to tell you right now. It comes with sacrifice. You got to be a strong individual to make that change because what I was doing at that time was I was surviving off of 30% of my income. So whatever my income was monthly, I would only live off 30% of that, you know? And then my kid's mother at the time, she was pregnant. And so she was like, we were eating ramen noodles, you know, we were really going through it, you know? And I remember one time like her crying to me and like kind of like saying, you know, like just... She wanted more, you know, but I knew that everything I was doing was for a bigger purpose. Mm. I knew that I had to sacrifice now so I can enjoy later, you know? And it's like... Delayed gratification. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I, I knew what I was doing and I did it. And then, uh, you know, I think maybe a year and a half later, we decided to open up the barbershop, the first barbershop in San Antonio. And I did it with my business partner and it just ended up being a really good thing, you know, a really good thing. I mean, a lot of business partners they get into business they end up fighting or having you know growing out uh, growing apart from each other but um we've been a blessing miss mr rudy Ru rudy ibanez so people call him mr eyes on me you know so my school is named <laughs> eyes on me he's the people call him mr eyes on me you know so that's really where the whole thing stems from uh, me and him doing the eyes on me barbershop in the beginning and then going on with the schools and stuff like that what advice do you have to those who want to partner up with somebody um i hear it's like almost marrying somebody it is it is it's, have, it's a relationship yeah yeah um so there definitely has to be paperwork involved you have to know what your partner expects of this relationship and he has to know what you expect of the relationship you know of the business venture um y'all both have to have each other's best interests um have the same mindset and and want the same thing for that business you know if if if, if both of y'all if both of y'all just want the business to be successful then it doesn't matter how y'all do it because y'all both just want the business to be successful you know so if y'all have that same mindset it's gonna be a good thing but don't just think it's gonna be all rainbows either you know mm. y'all gonna have disagreements and y'all might argue a little bit yeah. but I mean bro brothers do that all the time family does it all the time that's you know? right you don't just stop talking to your brother that's you know? right and so it's just like you learn from it you grow from it and has has the business grows y'all grow as well you know and so um, picking a business partner is very, very hard to do. Um, but I, I would say just kind of like it's, it's really like the vibe. It, 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 don't, it don't take me long to have a conversation with someone and see the potential in them. You know, I can tell like, OK, is this somebody that I can do business with or is this somebody that I need to, you know, keep my distance from? Like whatever. But I might not say it. I might like, you know, yeah. but um, like. In my head, I'm, I'm processing that, you know? I think that's so important to trust your initial impression. Trust, trust um, the energy like we were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, energy is so important. And I think uh, whatever kind of sales you're in, um, I think salesmen get a lot of, you know, get a bad rap because most of them are, sell me this pen, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, this pen is a nice pen. You can mm -hmm. just take this pen, you know? Mm. I'll give you 20% off of this pen. Like, no. Mm. The way I've been taught sales is, man, I'm going to find the best pin possible. And I'm going to find somebody who needs a pin. And I'm going to have confidence in my product. I'm going to believe in my product. And I'm going to put two and two together. If you don't need a pin, 
do you know somebody who does need a pin? Mm. I'm not going to be like, well, you should buy this pin, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And and I think, I think energy is so important. And I think it's, uh, all, all of that, like all those qualities that sales teach you, um, those are good qualities to have in business. Like you got to be thinking that same way. You know, if I were to lose everything today, I would go back to sales. I would go to sales. Mm. I wouldn't go back to forklift driving. You know, I would go to sales because sales. You, you learn certain things, um, and sales that that help you in the future, you know, just just in life, period, you know, and uh, and also too, it's like you you can you can earn the most money, you know, like you don't in have sales. a cap on how much. It's up to you. Yeah, it's in how, sales, how it's up to you. For sure, you know, whether you go reaching out to people, you see events happening. Hey, we have an event coming up, and you're like, hey, y'all got a DJ Facebook? You know, you reach out to people, dude. I reach out. I'm giving my secrets away right now, dude. If I see something for rent online. I'll make a video. Hey, what's up, uh, Jamie? I mm-hmm. saw you had a rental. Um, just letting you know the property's worth this much money. I might take this off, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, you know, <laughs> just let you know it's worth this much. And if you thought about listing it, you know, if not, it's okay. And then some, most of them say, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Mm. Do I keep? No, but you know what? You really should. Do I do that? Absolutely not. Because next time they think of real estate, I want them to think of me and be like, man, he was he was no pressure. He wasn't pushy, and. Um, he said, and if you're not interested, you know, next time you have something real estate related, I'd be honored. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and I, I just think it's important, dude. That type of hustle is like, you got to have that. Like, even with the events that we throw, it's like, you got to, you got to get out there and make it happen. If not, nobody's going to show out at your mm. event, you know? Like, how is anybody going to know what's going on if you're not putting the word out there, if you're not putting in the footwork, you know? Exactly. And I, get, I get up every day. Anywhere between eight thirty and nine, and I hit the streets. I go, I go business to business to business. Would you guys like to be? Would you guys like to sponsor this event? You know, it's gonna be. It's something that we're trying to bring back to Curvo. Mm-hmm. Curvo hasn't had anything like this, in God knows how long. Nobody celebrates Single the Mile anymore. When's the last time you, you've heard of anybody celebrating Single the Mile here in Curvo? And you know it's what? Been a while. It's been you, a long, you know what? Time. Too is I'm realizing that a lot of businesses will help. They want to help. But nobody walks in there asking them, and they're too busy to get out there themselves. You know, yep. they got everything. Go- they're, they're, they're busy running their business, so it's like, we're, we're, like you would never expect Mini Mart to want to be a sponsor, um, AutoZone to want to be a sponsor, um, uh, Ken Stopel, Ken Stopel, like big, big, these big names that you would be afraid to walk into. It's like they want to sponsor, they want to help out with these events, and so they want to be a part of it. Um, it's just, it's just walking in there and kind of like I said, stepping out of your comfort zone and don't be afraid to ask. Step yeah, out of your where comfort, I zone. My comfort zone because I. I drove up to Mini Mart, the, the corporate office, one day, and I was like, sat in my truck for about ten minutes. I was like, how about they say no? No, go in there. How about they say they say no? Fought myself about ten minutes. I went in there. Oh yeah, you know, get on the paper what we were doing. Mm-hmm. They looked at it and they were like, come back a couple of days. She's not here right now, but I'm pretty sure she will. So it went back a couple of days later. Sure enough, they're yeah, the sponsor. Mm. That's Mini Mart. Same way with Ken Stopel. Mm-hmm. Ken Stopel, you know, big car place. Never thought they would sponsor. And I was like, that one I sat in my truck a little longer. I was like. Because you're nervous, you know. I was like, yes. I, I sat about 15 minutes in my truck with that one. I was like, mm. I was like, this is a big one. I said, like, I don't know if they'll do it. Went in there and luckily, as soon as I went in there, the main person, she just walked in herself too, so they sent me to her, and I explained to her what I was, what we're we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're bringing, we're trying to bring fun back to the to the to the community. 
You know, we want the community to have fun here instead of going all the way to San Antonio mm-hmm. just to go have fun. We want to bring people Why over we here. do it here. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they said yes? Because, because I already know why see, they want to see the community come together and have fun. Um, oh yeah, because they, they're, they're they're glad that there's some that we're the, we're partnering up, partnering up to do something for the community. They want to see the community have fun. And also, we don't steal all the light. Like we don't say, "Oh, DJ Renee and Eyes on Me are throwing this event." We say presented by. Yeah. We have the sponsors and their lo- their logo and stuff like that. So people know that these events are you know happening because of all these businesses coming together. Um, so yeah, it's like a lot of these, a lot of the businesses you wouldn't expect to, to, to want to sponsor, they're eager, they're eager to, it's just a matter of you going out there, you know, and going on and, and, and asking. Yeah, and asking them and you can't be afraid to. And also if anybody would like to be a sponsor, you know, let me put my plug in and future in. events and future events, you know, cause we got the March Madness next month. We got the single the mile happening, but you know, I've given away 200 backpacks with school supplies to kids starting school. We given away, um, uh, free haircuts for people in uniform. We did the fry fest, uh, did the, the whole hundred house, um, the whole school has a hundred house, so all these events cannot happen without the help of the community. You know I what is in it? Own. What is in it for the sponsors? So one, like I've had that, I have, I've had that asked to me before, and I like to say, don't do it for the recognition. You know, you don't want to do it like and expect something from it. You don't want to be like, hey, am I going to get business from this? Am mm. I going to pick up? Like, you just want to do it out the goodness of your heart for the community to the provide value. Yeah, to, and that's but, why they said yes, dude. Mm. I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no, but I'm just getting excited, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. No, that is that is why they say yes. It's because it's coming from a genuine spot. They really want to do it, you know. So they're not. Uh, Ken Stopel's not asking what comes with it, you know. Yeah. What I mean? But even though the sponsorship form states exactly what comes with your sponsorship, you know. Uh, but they they just they're really doing out the kindness of their heart for the community, you know, because they they want they want to see this kind of stuff happen, you know. I think that they said yes because they saw the value that y'all are providing to the community. And who wouldn't want to tie their name with that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're, you're, bringing, you're bringing a Cinco de Mayo celebration, you know, March Madness. Mm-hmm. What is March Madness? Mm-hmm. So March Madness stems from, you know, the whole uh, basketball yeah. week. And that, that's kind of what is, uh, the theme is by. But our March Madness is going to be kind of like a shopping frenzy, you know. So we're going to shut down Earl Garrett. We're going to shut down Water Street. We're going to have over 40 plus vendors to shop from. Uh, we're going to have... Um, live DJs, live music bands. You know, we went to go see a band the other day perform. Right after they got done performing, we hired them for that. Who was it? Um, Time Bandits. Time Bandits. Damn, Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. It's my boy. Uh So uh, they're really good at what they do. They're really good. Oh, I know, dude. So, I mean, we we, so now we got them as well. Um, We got the Tyvee, Tyvee Drumline Band. They're going to perform as well on March Madness. Um, I'm also giving away a free $11,000 barber school tuition. Uh, to one lucky winner, and uh, yeah, that, that'll be announced at five o'clock on the day of March Madness. So March twenty fifth to Saturday. You know, we're telling you in a month ahead, so you can mark your calendars. Uh, but I definitely want all the com- the Kerrville, all the community. If you don't have anything planned to come out, um, show your support, have a good time. There's gonna be food, drinks, um, stuff to do, activities. Um, but yeah, just just come out because that's really what it takes to continue to make this stuff happen. You know, um, this will be the e- first event that I throw has. The president of the historical downtown mm. business alliance, you know. So cue yeah, the yeah, cue, so, cue the applause. Give <laughs> me applause right here, yes, man. Sir. So I, I just got voted in as the president of that of that organization, and uh, my goal is to bring traffic downtown. You know, make downtown the place to be. So. Mm. Um, 
We really need the help from the community. Like I said, if you don't got nothing to do on Saturday, March 25th, please come out and see us. It's going to be from 2 to 6. All the vendors are going to be 2 to 6, um, but we're not going to close down to 10. You know, so. Historical Downtown thing. Business Alliance. Before we go, what is that about? Well, it's. It's an organization put together by uh, businesses downtown, the downtown area, uh, because they want to see downtown flourish. They want to see downtown uh, improve, for lack of a better term. But, you know, it's not what it once was, you know. And if you go to any city, downtown is the heartbeat of that city or town. And if that heart is not pumping, if it's not doing what it's supposed to do, it's only a matter of time before the whole economy feels it. You know, so it's like these businesses downtown, they want to see people come downtown. They're not only doing it for their business, but they're doing it for the downtown area of Kerrville, you know. Um, so it's a it's, it's a, a couple of businesses that got together for the organization. And it's been it's, it's always been there. You know, Mr. Bill Rector was the president of the past mm -hmm. um, and he's done a lot for the community as well. Um, so it's always been there. Um, but when COVID happened, you know, it just kind of like just stopped. You know, it was hard to do anything when COVID was happening. So um that I'm kind of picking up the pieces from that a little bit. Um, I got a lot of stuff that I got to do as far as just uh, paperwork behind the scenes stuff um, because, you know, you want the organization to be structured, to be organized. Um, so there's a lot that goes into that, a lot of paperwork that goes into that. But all the people see is the events, mm. you know, like, like just, oh, it's a good event, you know? Yes. It's like, man, it's like, you know, like it's so much that goes into that, you know? Uh, you but, just see the tip of the iceberg. You don't see hard mm -hmm, work. Mm -hmm. You know, I, when, when people threw events, I was like, oh, okay, they just threw it. Now that we're throwing events, I see what they gone through. I, I see what they go through. I'm like, oh my God, it's like a full-time job. And I'm the like, cleanup, too. Yeah. Breakdown. Yeah, I, I was actually gonna post a, a cleanup video, and because I wanted to kind of like show like the insight of like what it looks like, but man, it looked like a tornado went through. Yeah, you know? it'd be funny, you know, like a TikTok. What you see, mm -hmm. what you don't see, you know. Yeah. And so the KHDBA, Kerrville Historic Downtown Business Alliance. I need everybody to get familiar with that name. Um, because in the next few years or, you know, uh, sooner, it, it, we're going to be doing a lot more events downtown. And downtown, you're going to want to come downtown. You're going to want to spend your Saturday, your weekends there. You know, mm. you're going to want to come in from out of town and get a hotel here because of the event that we got, we got going on, you know? Y'all are uh, going to help the economy here, too, you know? Mm. Pulling in money, pulling in people, stay at hotels, restaurants, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. and that, that, that's, that's the whole goal, you know, is, is to try to do that. We just want Kerber to have fun. And that's why we teamed up together, you mm -hmm. know? He's got a good business mind. Me, of course, I'm good, good with music. But we just want people to come here, have fun. We, we don't need our people going to San Antonio to, you know, stay here where it's safe. Mm -hmm. Stay here where you're at home. You know, That's right. You don't have to drive an hour. Come yeah, back home for sure. Also, my students love doing this. Like, I got students who come to me and they want to enroll because they see the stuff that we're doing. You know, we're not just the ordinary barber school. You know, like just teaching you how to do men's cuts. No, mm. we put it advanced for a reason. We teach you everything: social media, marketing, financial management, even these events. I mean, all my students play a part in it, so they're seeing what goes on, what it takes to make these events happen, and it's opening their mind to a lot of stuff. You know, Michael, why don't you just collect that tuition and not care about what happens to them after they're out of the school? Why don't you just make that money? Because I've seen that done. I've seen that done in the past and or just, or just with other barber schools. And um, I really, really, really have a passion for this. I really love to see my students improve. I 
got students who come in never picking up a clipper before leaving really good barbers you know and so it makes me happy when i can change their life change their situation i mean i've had people break down to me in tears tell me mike there you know there wouldn't have been this opportunity if, if you were not here you know and so it, it really that's what i do it for because i understand that a lot of people are going to cut hair for a lot of years but they'll never be remembered they'll never be remembered me there's going to be every like there's going to be people who are like hey mike taught me how to do this mike taught me how to do that you know mike taught me how to do that and so i do it because i was once in their situation where i was afraid to take that leap to take that transition mm. because when you're coming from a, a nine to five you're safe right you got the 401k you got your for sure paycheck every week um you know you got your insurance to cover your dental and all, all that good stuff you're good right so to take that risk you're like man i'm jeopardizing all of that so, you know so i've been in their shoes and i realized that you know for certain individuals it's that 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 is hard to do and so i i respect my students to the most for making that change in their life to come into school to 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 wanting different because a lot of people want different but they don't do different mm. you know if you don't clip that and make a tiktok or something <laughs> dude i'm gonna have to <laughs> yeah you, yeah yeah you know that saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks yeah okay this man this man younger than me mm. way younger than me and he's taught me a lot of things with these events that we're doing Mm-hmm. So I gotta give it to this man. He's he's a very smart businessman. He knows what he knows. He knows what he's doing. I see the respect y'all have for each other, and mm-hmm. I see y'all going a long ways together yes, too. Yes, uh, before we leave the Curva <laughs> Podcast episode one o two, I have the same question for both of y'all, DJ Renee. What kind of legacy do you want to leave here in Kerrville? Mm-hmm. What kind of legacy do I want to leave here in Kerrville? That gives me time to think. Yeah. <laughs> A man that made things happen here in Kerrville, you know, bringing events to Kerrville instead of people having to go to San Antonio. Mm. Making things happen that hadn't happened in a long time. I love my music. I love playing music. And I want people to enjoy hearing music, especially here in Kerrville. I want Kerrville to come together as a community. I want them to get together and just have fun. Mm. That, that's, what, that's what I want to leave. I want people to have fun because of what we're doing. Amen, Renee. What about you, Michael? I want to be... See, I had time to think about it. So (laughs) I want to be an inspiration to others. I want to be motivation for others. I want people to see where I come from, what I do in a day, everything I do. I mean, when you look at these events and you look how successful they are, you got to keep in mind that I also run a a business. I run a few businesses and I, you know, got my kids. I got, you know, 21 different students, 21 different situations. Um, you know, 21 different personalities. Now, I'm the janitor, the manager, the, the teacher, the instructor, the whole thing, you know? And so a lot, of that, a lot of that really plays a part into what I'm able to do. And I want people to be like, if he can do it, I can do it, mm. you know? And so I want, I want people to see me as an inspiration. Um, and I want Kerrville just to, I guess, I guess just to... Be motivated, you know, be motivated to, to, to want different and to, and to do different and to make change. And because it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. I get overwhelmed sometimes, you know, and I get I get a, a headache every now and then. But it's the outcome that I do it for, the passion that I have uh, for, for the people and for the events. Is that That's what keeps me going, mm. you know. And I would I would love for when I leave, I would love to be a, a, just an inspiration and just motivation. Like, man, 
Mike, Mike was able to do this and that, you know, I can do that too, you know? Each and every guest that we have on here that I ask that question to that is truly successful and that flourishes after this, um, they don't talk about themselves in their legacy. They talk about what they're going to leave and the value that they provide. And uh, I, mm. I, I, I see nothing but greatness. Oh, yes, really. sir. Yes, sir. And so I, I really, like, the, the next three years are going to be crazy good. Crazy good for me, my business, Mr. DJ Renee, his business, but even just Kerrville, period. You know, the next three years, you're going to see a lot of change. I want y'all to get familiar with Eyes on Me Advanced Barber School. Oh. Get familiar with Mr. DJ Renee. Oh. Get familiar with the KDHBA, the Kerrville Historic Downtown Business Association, because you're going to be hearing a lot of those names in the next three years a lot, you know? As y'all grow, y'all come on back. Y'all can be reoccurring yeah. guests. Y'all come back. I, I, we, we love doing this type of stuff. I mean, this yeah, is Mr. DJ Renee's first time. He just wanted to come to see. He, did not, he didn't know he was going to yeah. be yeah. part of this. I just wanted to come <laughs> watch it. Yeah. Hey. Like, Yo, why don't you be part of it? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. so, I mean, we I mean, would love to do this type of stuff. You yeah, know? I mean, man. Like I said, I want to start a podcast on my own one day. Do it. Yeah. And, do and, it. I mean, and, I, and I know I can go to you for advice on how to do that. You're yeah. Before we started, you were giving me a bunch of advice. And so, um, man, it's like good people like that in Kerrville, like, you know, you don't get that nowhere else. I think, I think um, whatever trade you're in, like, y'all, this is, this isn't a, I truly live behind what I preach by networking. This started out as Kerrville Small Business Network. And I encourage each and every one of y'all in your own trade, start a podcast, interview people in the same trade. Even though they're your competitors, bring them on. Learn from them. Learn from people better than you. Mm. Um, do y'all, I mean, you probably see, you see what I'm doing here. I get people on in the community that I look up to, that I aspire to be like. Remember we were talking about the shoes in the car? Yes, sir. That's exactly what I do. I get people on here that I want to learn from. Mm. And if anybody gets anything from this podcast i get the most value just because i can pick the minds of of sure. those that i look up to mm. so i do promote podcasts and i do advise everybody to start a podcast and just interview dude i don't care if you do it with your iphone <laughs> just do it yeah, just interview sure. people interview other djs talk about what that world is like yeah. talk about the events you know it's, it's not just that small portion of the event that the actual event is the setup, the breakdown, the planning, the liability, everything, the insurance. How many people know that? Not yeah, many. You know? And, and we do our part. So follow us on social media because we do our part on letting people know all the behind the scenes stuff. So we can't show you everything, of course, because like sometimes we're just moving every day. Uh, but we do try to let people know like, hey, you need insurance for this event. You know, mm. you need this for this event. Flyers, banners, uh, backdrops, the whole thing, you know. It's a lot that goes into it. And so we don't keep that information for ourselves. We're always willing to share. So, uh, yes, you're very blessed to be in this position and to learn from others and us, too. I mean, we, like I said, we surround ourselves around good individuals we can learn from, too. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, I would love to start a podcast one day, and I would hope to be on my 102 episode. You, you will. Know? You yeah. will. And, and I advise you all to, to reach out to, to my fellow podcast networkers because okay. I practice what I preach. Yeah. Um, reach out to Andrew Gay. Join, jump on his podcast. Mm -hmm. Reach out to... Um, um, uh, Kirk County Lead. I've been on Andrew's podcast. J yeah, I dude. Need to go to Kirk County Lead. I yeah, go. hit up Louis mm -hmm. Amistoy. Uh, he's been on this podcast. I've been on theirs. Um, uh, same with uh, Andrew and Gilbert. Yeah, so I just, I truly put my money where my mouth is when mm -hmm. it comes to networking in mm -hmm. Kerrville. 
anybody in the same field y'all come on just because i have one um barber and barber school on um just because i have one dj on doesn't mean that they're exclusive and, and you know what you'll get, you're gonna get a lot of kickback from the community mm-hmm. being like oh you've had them on no i can't well then that's yeah, that's you that, not wanting to grow yeah mm-hmm. so that, that, that's uh, I, I see that a lot you know um you know, there's 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 DJs out there that don't want to work with other DJs. Well, Why? Sorry. You know, it, it helps you grow. It helps you. It helps you guys grow together, and it helps exactly. all of us learn from each other. And we're in Kerrville, dude. You're gonna run into everybody in the same trade. And honestly, if you seclude yourself, <laughs> you're creating a little bubble around you, and you're only having a certain number of clients in that that network with everybody too mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're, only yourself. you're only hurting yourself just like the, just like forgiveness if you don't forget and i know this is a whole different topic but if you don't forgive somebody or you don't forgive yourself you're paying for it you're paying for it in your heart in your mind in your everyday activities uh, once you do forgive i think that's um that's freedom dude mm-hmm. it's selfish to forgive you know mm-hmm. Anyways, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be a strong individual to forgive. You know, it's, it's a lot. It's so. it's hard. It's hard. But hey, y'all. I- um, episode 102 Curvo Podcast I want y'all to know out there This isn't live This isn't scripted um, We can mess up Yes sir And, and how do y'all feel um, What advice do y'all have to those Who want to come on But they're kind of nervous And you know How, how was it? Oh, I'll say definitely reach out I mean uh, you make things a lot easier because you're asking questions, so you know we're answering them. It's not like we're trying to figure out what to say. Um, it's a genuine conversation. Yeah, you know? it's like we're talking without the cameras and the mics. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's when it's like we're talking at a bar, drinking a beer, you know, right? When it's when it's like that, it's a lot easier <laughs> to do. You know, it is. as opposed to it being like scripted and stuff. Oh and, you my know, gosh. it's like it's like, but when it's natural. Um, it's a lot easier to do. So don't be afraid. Like I said earlier, step outside your comfort zone because on the other side of success, you got to do these things. You got to mm. do these things to make stuff happen. So yeah, get out there and reach out to John. Come to All his right, podcast. Everybody. Come, come to the podcast. <laughs> That's it, it, right. It's, it's plenty of fun. It's 102 really of the Curvo Pod. Oh, sorry, DJ, or DJ Renee. I didn't mean to cut you That's off. Okay. <laughs> See that, y'all? Come. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Come. See that? It ain't perfect. 102 of the Curvo Podcast, everybody. See y'all later.